Hello and welcome in to the Fire Me Up podcast. I'm your host, Drew Matthews, your co-host, uh, Ben Brownlee. Today we have a special guest um, from the Northlands or the Southlands, depending on what he identifies with. Um, Carson Carson Vicroy, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad I could get old Koppel on the on the line here. This is a special treat. It's normally just me and Brownlee talking garbage, but now we got a third guy talking garbage. Uh, <laughs> But so, um, yeah, you want to you want to give a little background on how we know Carson? Or, yeah, um, I I found Carson um, just eating eating and eating and eating, and I just picked him up and told him, you know, you got to join the cross country team. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, Carson was a Carson was a was an admirable runner on the on the Kansas cross country team and track team, um, and so that's how we know him. And Carson, Carson, you're a year younger than us. Or a couple years? I think two years younger. Wait, what year did you graduate? So I graduated in the uh, fall of 2017, but I took too many summer classes to do that. <laughs> to actually graduate in uh, spring of 2018, which I was supposed to do. Okay, well, yeah, so yeah, um, so I think you're eligibility-wise, I don't know what you are, but um, it all kind of blends together once you're on the team together. But um, so. Tyler's track squad. Oh yeah. Uh, for my senior year at outdoor. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Um, I, I suggest you put away those Texas shorts, but outside of that, I'd love to see it. Well, and one more Tyler. One more, one more thing too. We gotta, we gotta throw in here is, is Carson. Uh, you know, some people, I should say, many people know him as the world's fastest weatherman. Um, I, I think it was initially a, a, a Twitter thing. Um, but, uh, Carson, you know, being a meteorology major at KU, um, you know, we got a lot of tornadoes out there, so it makes sense that, uh, he picked KU and then, uh, because of that, you know, track connection as well, I think the, uh, the world's fastest weatherman just kind of took off. Mm-hmm. So if you were any, if you were interested in running or, uh, anything that is unrelated to sports whatsoever, including football talk. And you're really interested in weather, make sure you follow meteorologist Carson Victoria on Facebook and also Twitter as well. Yeah, no, I mean there's your quick advertisement for the day. Yeah, no, um Carson, we don't do shout outs here. Um so yeah, we don't we don't give shout outs to Carson or to really anybody. We don't do shout outs here. Um you'll notice that if you listen to any of the episodes, I never give out any shout outs. Um so yeah, we don't we don't do shout outs here. So uh, I'm gonna need you to well, t- I just did. Yeah, well, yeah, well, um, well, the sarcasm just went flying over your head. Um, okay, well, um, but Carson, Carson, before we get started, um, so you are t- you have taken a new job. Um, is is this true? Is did somebody actually get someone gave you employment or um, what, what's going on here? To the uh, United States Bureau of Labor of Statistics, I will be a weekday morning meteorologist in the great city of Tyler, Texas. Nice. Uh, I believe that is the hometown of Patrick Mahomes. Am I wrong about that? Uh, I don't believe so. <laughs> well, um, well, they're not. They're not hiring you to do. They're not hiring you to do uh, the weekend sports guy. Um, so I guess that's not your job. But congratulations. Um, in all seriousness, we're excited. We're happy for you. We're glad that you're getting out of the cold. Uh, Montana is a great place, but I'm sure you were ready to get back to the 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 warm summer days of Texas. Uh, well, he timed it really well, getting out there right before October comes around. I think it, you know the snow is probably just getting started. So right, right, you know, right. Congrats to Carson for, for uh, 
making a timely exit. Well, you never time. you never know. I mean, it's like 100 degrees in Nashville this week, so I don't know what's going on with the weather. I don't think it's fall yet. Um, Maybe not in Nashville, but in Montana, if you wanted it's past some that. Snow, if you wanted some snow, you should have asked, because I had plenty of it in Montana this weekend. Oh, okay. Well, um, well, that's why you're the weatherman. You're supposed to tell me. Uh <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, all jokes I aside, jurisdiction over there in Nashville. Man, I, one of these days, one of these days, you'll get picked up by a big market, and you'll just be running the show. That's the goal. I mean, he, he's on his way there. He is. He is. He's doing a good job. Uh, it's a good job by you. Um, so let's dive right in. Um, and so Carson, I'll, I'm just going to take the lead, and we'll go through some topics, and it'll be a quick episode, but it'll, it'll be fun. Um, but the, the first thing I want to talk about, uh, we're gonna we're gonna start with college football. Then we're gonna get into some NFL. Um, I think NFL will dominate the conversation. But first off, uh, this was a big weekend in college football, as everyone is. Um, I think I said that every weekend. But um, the biggest storyline coming out of Chapel Hill, North Carolina, with my buddy Mac Brown, uh, who who will be on the show. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Just a reminder: we don't do shout outs, so um, I will not be shouting out anybody. Um, <laughs> Yeah, hey, I was gonna I was gonna just call him up on speed dial and, and add him to the, the conversation too, but uh, you know, I guess I guess Drew, you've already got that covered, so yeah. Oh, man, but... uh, but, Brown, so so so, what do you Hi. think about Carson? What do you think about Mac Brown at Texas? I got to get that reaction from you. Mac won us a national championship when I was a Texas fan. Of course, Texas is. The University of Texas is dead to me since I went to the University of Kansas. Wow. Especially when UT is playing Kansas in any sport. Yeah, no, I, I love it. I love the I love the passion. I would totally agree with you. Um, you know, it's KU over everything. Even though I'm, I do have a degree from Alabama, I'll always root for KU over everybody. Um, but well, yeah. I'm a graduate degree from Alabama. I, mean, I think our listeners know that, but let's just clarify. You got a degree from Kansas, too. Well, yes, but, but I, but, but, but Brownlee, I'm a master now, so I'm going to have to, uh, you're going to have to refer to me as that. Um, master Matthews over here. Oh my gosh. Wow. Master Matthews, you're going to you're gonna have to take a backseat in the podcast because you're so busy with your mastery activities in, in other fields. All right. And it appears I have you know, some editing to do. Master of college football coaching is Mac Brown. Oh, wow. That guy is awesome. What was he out for? Six years or something? Out of UT, he comes back and almost beats Clemson. Hot uh, takes. Yeah, That's no. It, it was a great game, and and I, I don't know about you guys, but I love the move going for two. You don't really have anything to lose. I mean, they're, they're not playing for a playoff bid or anything like that. You know, go for the win, man. That's the Mac Brown way, and I was all aboard it. And they, the, the place I was in in Tuscaloosa, they were loving it. Everyone was rooting for North Carolina. So uh, I think it was the right move, even though it didn't pay off for them. I think you got to go for it there if you're North Carolina. You know, I, 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 I like the call, but I will say, uh, you know, I think, and I think this leads well into the uh, what made you laugh this week. I saw, I think it was a uh, Instagram post from Not Sports Center uh, commenting on the move to go for two there. And if you've ever, you know, watched football, you've seen teams enter the field with the, you know, there's a tarp or whatever, and the players all run out, and there's smoke coming everywhere, and they bust through the bust through the tarp onto the field and, you know, rip it in half or whatever it is. This was like a bunch of 10-year-olds and peewee football out there, and they're supposed to run through and, and bust through. And the caption goes, what it looks like when uh, North Carolina tries to go for two against Clemson. And these kids are just running around in circles, 
and then some of them run around the tarp and then turn around and try to run backwards through it and then run into their own teammates and all these kids just start piling on top of each other colliding when they're supposed to be running onto the field they've already knocked out half the team before the game's even started so <laughs> that made me laugh this week and uh i would say that that was kind of sums up the result of the attempt to go for two but i do like the call no yeah no i agree that that is i you did send me that one that one was funny uh, my my what made me laugh this week was on Twitter, of course, uh, where I spend my days. Um, um, a- Antonio Brown, I-, I can't even quote it, but uh, in- Antonio Brown um, has recently re-enrolled in uh, classes at Central Michigan. And he tweeted out, um, you know, looking for advice. And he's like, hey, can an English professor please proofread this, you know, proofread my essays so that I can get an A? And he misspelled like six different words and like had so many punctuation errors. And he was just getting asking letter. Yeah, he was just getting blasted on Twitter. It was so funny. Um, I mean, I was gonna say I, I, this is probably the first time I'm gonna say this, you know, since uh, before this podcast started. But uh, hats off to Antonio Brown for trying to get an education. Um, he definitely needs it after all the shit he's been doing lately here uh, and just making headlines for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you there, but I think it should be like a Billy Madison type situation where he goes back to kindergarten and has to redo it from <laughs> ground zero. Um, I think that would do everybody some good. Um, <laughs> what does two plus two equal, Antonio? Um, it equals fourth down. Um, moving on. Um uh, let's let's move to the NFL. Um, you know, the only other thing I'd say with college football, we got a new number one in the AP poll, uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide, which I think is deserving. Um, they, you know, they they beat the piss out of Ole Miss at home this weekend, uh, which I was front and center for. Um, it was all of 110 degrees on the field, so that was um, brutal. But, um, you know, I think they deserve the ranking. I think Clemson deserves to move down a little bit. Um, you know, I think Auburn is kind of criminally underranked and. You know, that hurts me to say that, but, uh, you know, they have the best wins of anybody and they're still undefeated. So I think if you ask me, you know, who's looked the best uh, through what was this, four weeks, um, four or five weeks? I think so, five weeks. I yeah, think five, some teams have played four games, but it's been five Yeah, weeks. yeah, yeah, five weeks. I'd say Auburn has the best resume so far, uh, but, you know, uh, you know, certainly Alabama can, um, you know, I – you know, I think it's fine if they're in the number one spot, and it all really doesn't mean anything anyway until they start releasing the the playoff committee rankings. That's what really starts to matter. But um, moving on here, let's go to the NFL. Um, Brownlee, did you have any um, games that you liked or uh, big storylines coming out of the NFL? I mean, I think the most shocking and honestly maybe the most entertaining game this week was probably uh, the Buccaneers beating the Los Angeles Rams which, uh, you know, I personally did not see coming. I don't think I've talked to anyone who saw that coming. Uh, the Buccaneers have pretty much been a uh, dumpster fire of a team for the most part this year. I think they beat the Carolina Panthers, who weren't very good. But other than that, they've been terrible. So to see them come out and beat the undefeated Rams and the defending NFC champion Rams was a big surprise. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, they picked Jared Goff off like three times. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, yeah, I think it was – Three interceptions and a fumble, I believe. It was a bad day for and him. And a fumble, you're right. But he still threw for a ton of yards and beat me in fantasy, so that sucks. But, no, I agree. Uh, I don't think anybody expected that. It was kind of funny. I was watching ESPN later that night, and it was like watching CNN after the the, the last election. Uh, it was just a bunch of dumbfounded <laughs> jaw drops on the – you know, they didn't know what to say. They're like, uh, I don't know. Uh, 
but but shout out uh well not not shout out we don't do shout outs here but uh it's a good job be, be quiet we don't, we don't do shout outs here that, that, that's a good that's a good job by Jameis winston um uh, you know that's somebody i've ragged on in the past for being a knucklehead and not not performing as well but um you know they stepped up and especially Jameis winston he had a great game yeah i was gonna say i mean they they put up 55 points so i was thinking like the defense did all the work but in all honesty i mean if you put up 55 points even if the defense has like three touchdowns the offense is still responsible for more than half those points. So, yeah, um, and and Ronald Jones kind of emerged as their one of their new running backs. Um, the, I believe it's his first year out of USC, um, and it was kind of cool because he was scoring a bunch of touchdowns in the end zone that he used to score touchdowns in college with um, at USC. So that was kind of cool to see. Uh, but yeah, that was a huge game. Did not realize that. Yeah, yeah, good for him. Yeah, that was a huge game, and um, that kind of leads me into the next game I wanted to talk about, um, and not to steal your thunder there, uh, weather boy, Vic Roy, uh, which is my new, my new nickname for you. That just rhymes. So I'm, I'm going with it. Um, you know, you know, my nickname, let's get off on a sidetrack here. My nicknames with you, um, really stick. Um, well, at least in my friend circle, but <laughs> your nicknames of Carson really stick in your mind. <laughs> no, no, there, there were other people calling you Koppel. Maybe, maybe, maybe occasionally. Well, for the record, um, Koppel is actually pronounced Koppel, where bad cops go. Well, you yeah, know, I learned that because... Uh, a sensitive subject in today's world. Um, <laughs> one of my girlfriend's friends, who actually lives in Nashville, where I am where I just relocated to, is from Capel or Koppel, or, or whatever you want to... <laughs> She's from Texas. That's, that's what it is. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, so I learned that this weekend. That was the first time I'd ever heard that. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I like that weather boy Vic Roy. That, that 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 sounds sounds sweet. That's a great nickname. You should you should you should start using that. Weather boy Vic Roy. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, just give it a chance. You know, my last nickname you may have not liked, but you know, it stuck. Um, anyway, um, yeah. So the game I want to talk about um, the 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 Cowboys versus the Saints. Um, way to let me down. Um, Amari Cooper. Um, c- c- I mean, seriously, like it, it just seems like he wasn't even on their team in the first half. They weren't even passing him the ball. They just, you know, Zeke couldn't get something going because they kept doing two runs in a row and then a long pass and it wouldn't work. It was like watching KU's offense um, of yesteryear. But uh, I was extremely disappointed in the Cowboys. I thought they would make that a game. I didn't know if they'd win, but I thought at least be competitive. And that was that was bad. So what's what's your take, both of you? I want to get each of you individually on your take on the Cowboys right now. Wh- well, where luckily, do you go from here? I was I was distracted from watching that because I had to say goodbye to everybody at my old station yesterday. But I was still seeing what was going on, and that was just pure and utter disappointment. Well, hold on, hold on. Let, let, let me stop you there. Say goodbye. Was it like a? Was it like a Michael Scott goodbye episode from the office office where you like spent 20 minutes with each of them as you left? Or what, what was it like? I spent 20 minutes with two of them, but that's not my, uh, that's, that's not my point here. I mean, I was just happy that I was distracted because I would be throwing stuff in the weather center if I had to watch that game with me being the only one in the room. Like, four field goals? Are you freaking kidding me? The Saints didn't even score a touchdown. <laughs> we could not get our offense going. I mean, he's right. I, I want to say they threw the stat out there during the game, but the Saints did not want a game 
without scoring a touchdown since 1998. I mean, that's almost as far back as when the Cowboys won their last Super Bowl. So it's been a long time. Yeah, I mean, Carson, were you born at that point? So I was born uh, January 23rd. I won't mention the year, but it was right before <laughs> the uh, the Cowboys won the Super Bowl for the last time. So I, I had no uh, remembrance of that. Yeah, you, they probably didn't have your eyes open at that point. Um, yeah, pretty much. I don't remember it. Sheesh. Well, um, you know, I think the Cowboys are regroup. I think that was just a blip on the radar. I don't know what their uh, offensive coordinator doing, was doing. I think they got a 14-year-old running the offensive coordinator duties. If you, they, they showed him enough. Um, the guy that didn't look he's like it. He's not from Montana, but he's from, uh, from Boise State, right? Kellen Moore. Yeah, Kellen Moore. Um, I think he's, yeah, I think he ate too many potatoes before the game. Yeah, got a, they got a 21-year-old calling the plays for the Cowboys, so that could, should tell you how their offense is running. Um, but – you know, I, th- I think they'll regroup. Um, you know, I-, I like to root for the Cowboys just because they're a fun team to watch most of the time. And, um, I, yeah, you know, I don't think it's – yeah, it's a bad-looking loss because it was on national TV in prime time. But, uh, you know, I think they'll get it together. They got the pieces to win games, so I, th- I think they'll be fine. I mean, I-, I do I do think you guys are maybe over-exaggerating a little bit in terms of, uh, you know, how bad they played. I mean, the game was – it was a it was a two point game. It wasn't like it was a blowout. Obviously, the Cowboys did not move the ball on offense the way they uh, you know had in, in the three previous weeks against bad teams. But I think part of it was because you know the Saints are a much better team than the other teams they played this year. And then the other part of it was playing in the Superdome in New Orleans. That's a loud building, and I think the communication was just really tough. Uh, I think Dak Prescott was trying to call audibles and trying to um, you know adjust the protection as the defense shifted, but I don't think the, the line was getting those signals and communications because of the noise. Not to say that, you know, that's an excuse, but I do think that's something that's unique to the Saints building that isn't going to happen in other buildings and games. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, the first half was wor- much worse than the second half. I mean, they kind of stepped it up in the second half, but uh, you, you got to get Amari Cooper the ball more. Um, you know, these check downs to Ezekiel Elliott as he's getting nailed aren't going to work, but... You know, we'll see what happens going forward. Um, but, uh, let's move into the uh, the AFC, which, um, you know, wasn't as an exciting day. But, you know, the Chiefs hold serve. They win in a close one. Um, the, the Patriots hold serve. Um, and then um, the, the game I wanted to talk about was between Jacksonville and um, the Broncos, uh, Browntown's home team Broncos. Um just completely blowing a lead to a rookie quarterback out of uh, what's the matter you university, Washington state. Um, so, I, I, I was honestly, I, yes, I where, remember. Where is Washington state? Aren't you the meteorologist? It's like 20 feet from your house out in Montana. Um, it's, it's on is the, it f- Spokane? no, it's an hour South, about an hour, 20 minutes South of Spokane. It's in Pullman, Washington. So it's on the South. East corner of Washington State. Um, yeah, I don't need a microscope to find where that is on the map. Pullman, Washington. <laughs> Never heard of that. Wow, I had a good joke, but I won't use it to uh, allow this to be published. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, but, but that's not the point. Um, you know, the unfortunately, the Broncos are not looking like they're going to even put up a fight this year, and they're just you know, if they lose a couple more games, they should just start tanking. Um, and, and getting try try to draft Tua Tungavaloa or something like that or um, you know wait, 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 Tua who Tua Tungavaloa 
isn't it isn't isn't it tag tag or something like that? No. Drew was probably best friends with him when he was at Alabama. He'd go over to Nick Saban's house and have a few beers with him. You know, I've, I only saw Nick Saban twice in the whole year of being there in the athletic department. Um, he gets driven to work. Uh, he doesn't even drive his own car to work. Um, so what does that say about who he is as a person? I don't know. I'm not here to bash Nick Saban, but um, <laughs> I think he can drive. He's obviously, he's obviously uh, doing pretty well if he's got a driver. Well, yeah, I mean, he's got one good hip now, but, um, you know, I think... The amount of money he makes, he probably has some type of mansion in Alabama. He does. I've seen it. Um, The the head track coach at Alabama drove me by to look at it one morning when we dropped the cross-country boys off. Um, It's a a pretty nice house, you know, it's... uh, you know, it's it's nothing like Tom Brady's twenty two million dollar mansion, but it's extremely nice, and I would love to live there. Uh, but um, we it's getting away from us here. Where, where are we going? Oh, the Broncos. Um, we're off the rails as usual. Broncos. Coach the Broncos. Uh, no, uh, uh, I think the whole state of Alabama would be an uprising. I think there'd be another civil war if we lost Nick Saban this season. Um, which they sh- they should start preparing for because I the guy. Have to comment on that. He, he, he's like 65 years old. They should start preparing for it. Um, but, you know, they're just thinking he's going to coach till he's 85 wow. years old. But, um, well, it's because Bear Bryant coached till he was 85. I think they're probably expecting the same thing from Dick. Mm, I don't think he coached. I think, I mean, Bear Bryant didn't coach till he, you know, he coached, in, you know, well into his 60s, but he didn't coach, you know, until he was 70. Um, and he died as soon as he stopped coaching, um, which is kind of interesting. But that, that's a story for another time. Um, but no, the Broncos, let's go back to the Broncos. I've been trying to talk about the Broncos forever, you know? Um, but so Brantley, what do you think they should yeah. do? Uh, should they, I mean, the should Broncos th- are terrible. Uh, honestly, I, I think it's kind of amusing. I know a lot of people obviously who are Broncos fans living in Denver, Colorado, uh, and being a Cowboys fan growing up in Dallas, I really don't care about the Broncos. You know, if they do well, it's, uh, I would say, you know, it, it could be fun because the, the morale of the town is up, but it's also pretty fun if you're, at a bar and everyone's super pissed off because the Broncos just lost and you're over there just laughing because you don't care. Um, <laughs> which is pretty much how I felt this weekend. I, I did watch the, the end of the game at home, um, but uh, I was I was pretty pumped when Gardner Minshew, the uh, quarterback from Wazoo, was out there dancing around, tossing dimes in the Denver Broncos defense, who actually is pretty good. The defense is, uh, can't stop him, and then the offense just, just has no answer whatsoever. And I think they had one touchdown the whole game or something. Or maybe, maybe, no, that's not true. Yeah, Brown, Brownlee, Brownlee, you're way off here. Joe Flacco threw for three. The offense is just terrible. Uh, whoa, whoa, They took the lead early and then didn't score any points. I'm going to vehemently disagree with you. Joe Flacco threw for three touchdowns. And, and that's Joe as, Flacco is so over the hill. They were lucky. He threw for three. You both, you both are missing the point here. It was the Broncos coaching. That bone thing. Ding, 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 ding. say on air. Yep. That honestly, it is their coaching. Because they tossed it in the end zone. What did they have left on the clock? A minute 30 left or something the the Jacksonville Jaguars had. So the Broncos score that touchdown, and then your, your Wazoo quarterback marches it all the way down the field to kick that game-winning field goal with four seconds left. 
is there an issue with special teams coaching there or head coaching? Yep, I, I yep, I agree. That's a good job by you, Vic Roy. It's a bad job by you, Brownlee. Um, saying they only got, <laughs> he was like, yeah, we only got one touchdown. Meanwhile, Joe Flacco's over here throwing for like 350 yards and three touchdowns. Um, yeah, no, I think it's coaching. I think the penalties, the penalties killed them on the last drive. Um, they, I know, yeah. I want to say there was like a late hit or unnecessary roughness on the quarterback. And I mean, that's just the way we've helped in the last couple of years where you can't sneeze on the quarterback, uh, you know, particularly at the end of the game or it'll cost you the game. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it was brutal. And uh, the Broncos, you know, I think they should be looking to draft a quarterback if they end up finishing towards the bottom of the league. Um, I don't know who's going to be out there. You got the guy out of Oregon. You got, you got some options. You got Tiger Valoa. Um, but they'll they'll have some options. Um, they just I don't got, think the Broncos. I mean, I could see them drafting quarterback, but they've kind of said they they've not done well at that. I want to say they drafted somebody in the first round a couple of years ago, right when Peyton Manning retired. And yeah, Paxton Lynch. Bus. Paxton Lynch. He never never started more than like maybe one or two games. And then since then, they've just been trying to you know plug the hole with veterans. Like uh, they had. Uh, they got Flacco this year. The year before, they got Case Keenum. Um, yeah, he's done right. started for them, and he went five and zero. But typical Broncos fashion, they kind of kind of screwed the pooch there at the end of the year. Yeah, they, 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 they need to find a better coach. I mean, Vance Joseph doesn't cut it. Whoever they have now isn't cutting it. I don't even know his name to be honest. But uh, Vic uh, Vic Fangio, I believe it is. Who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> The only reason I know that's because I, I hear people complaining about him all the time. Yeah, well, um, you know what? They're they're not a good team. Uh, let's just say they're not a good football team. Um, moving forward, um, you know, we're, we're going to – This is all true, but I, I will say, you know, we all predicted this. I think we all predicted that during, you know, some earlier episodes during our NFL preview, the Broncos had finished last in the division. Yeah, no, I agree. Um so, you know, while we have a few more minutes left here, I wanted to just pose one more question. Um, so, so Carson, what is your favorite – just give me like a, a favorite memory or a couple favorite memories you had from your time at KU that could be track-related, that could be just school-related. Just just give me a, give me a gem, um, if, if you could, from your, your time at KU. Um, yeah, let's hear it. I don't know if that's appropriate for this podcast. Um, this is the most appropriate podcast we've we've put out so far. Um, so, uh, you know, just keep it uh, rated R. Uh, keep it PG-13 or R, somewhere in between. Yeah. <laughs> so can it include nudity? Uh, not if it's you nude. Um, <laughs> oh, we're good. I probably have my shirt off. All right. Uh, it's a bad job by you. Um, <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Oh, I'm, yeah. We're live on air. All righty. Well, I, I thought you were a TV man. <laughs> oh, I've, I don't think I've ever been shirtless on air, but that is something I do need to do at some point. <laughs> oh, man. But you know, that's that, that's besides the point. Um, you know, everybody has their college stories about going to a party, getting too drunk, making out with him, making out with her, making out with both of them. That's <laughs> that's that's not that's, that's not where you should go. With your favorite college story. It's about having fun with the people that are around you. 
so many great friends, and it, it just memories like that. Um, ding, ding, ding. We got a winner. So what do we got? So what do we got? Okay. All right. Yeah, well, we're young here. Well, I, I had just finished um, my most difficult college or my most difficult college semester. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Carson. Oh, I got to stop you. We got to go to commercial break here, and we'll get you on the, the flip side. <laughs> Hi, I'm Drew, and I'd like to take a little bit of time to talk to you about Anchor, the podcast app that we're recording on. Um, they offer free podcasting for anybody. So you can go on here, on your browser, on your iPhone, on any sort of mobile device, and record your podcast anywhere you want. Um, it's pretty awesome. You can record for free. Um, you can insert voice messages. You can insert music. You can insert interludes between episodes at start of episodes, end of episodes. It's truly awesome. Um, they take it one step further by distributing your podcast to all sorts of different apps, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Stitcher, all these different podcasting apps. They take it upon themselves to do that for you. Um, you know, themselves. So you don't really have to worry about any of that. The best thing is it's free. You don't have to pay anything. You can generate content on your own, makes it super easy. You can splice episodes, splicing cuts, do all these kind of things right on the app or on your laptop, anything like that. So they make it super easy for you. Um, and so I just wanted to take some time to advertise that and let you know that it's a great app and we're proud to be on Anchor Podcasting. Thanks. Back to Fire Me Up. Welcome back. Uh, well, well, okay. Um, welcome back to the Fire Me Up podcast. Uh, Carson Vickroy is on, apparently. Um, and we're going to continue a story. Go ahead, Carson. All right. So the boys have just finished the conference meet. I had just finished my hardest semester in college, all 500-level classes, which is beyond senior level, for those who don't know. And we have gone to... Uh, Listen to you talking down to people. Some <laughs> individuals that couldn't get into uh, the bars. I weren't 21 yet. We were returning from the uh, from the bars. And then we all decided to jump in this fountain. Very traditional for the University of Kansas. Um, and all, all sorts of great things happened that night. Uh, <laughs> we saw there were some people that were getting very friendly, and they were running across campus without clothes on. Um, and there were a lot of people without without the necessary garments that would be <laughs> legal for the state of Kansas. <laughs> a lot of people could have been charged with public indecency there. But no, I mean, the thing with that was everybody, every, everybody was having fun. Um, a lot of my good friends were there. We were just having a good time celebrating the semester. So that would have to be that would have to be my story. Well, you know, sometimes I wonder if you're like a 50-year-old man trapped inside a 25-year-old's body. Um, just the way well, you... at least I look 25. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like some people on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that's a shot at, but I'll take it. Um... <laughs> I don't get people shout-outs on this podcast, so... <laughs> don't, don't mention any names, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, no, no, no shout outs here. That's uh, a bad job by you if you call in with a shout out. Um, well, good. That, that's a good story. Um, we were glad to have you on. Um, it's been great. We wish you the best of luck. Sincerely on your new job. We're excited. Yeah, um, I appreciate it. It was an honor to be on this podcast. Yep, it's a short episode this week, but I wanted to get it in. Um, you know, we we all got work tomorrow, except for Carson. He's just going to drive back down to Texas, which is a task in itself. But thanks for being on, and we'll catch you later on the Fire Me Up podcast. <laughs>